0: Thank you for joining us this evening. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML. Inside the Pages presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Today is February 3rd, 2022. This is Pastor Carl Henderson. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m. Tuesday, Bible study, 7 p.m., and thursdays on thursdays we're formatting a, a new presentation that will air but you know right now we're talking about the holy ghost and we're never going to stop talking about the move of god because it'd be our first instance and in, and in, in understanding is genesis where the spirit of the lord moves up on the face of the deep well actually let me go back in the beginning god created And everything that was created was by his word. Whether you believe in a big bang theory, you know, if God spoke it and it said bang, hey, then that was it. But know that it was God. Nothing else. No one else. But God himself. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. And so we're going to go on into the, the, the final chapter of the book of Acts, which is the second epistle of Paul of, of Luke uh, as he was writing to Theophilus and giving him an account of things that he saw and understood by the testimony of others And then um, when you're in Acts from the book of Luke, when you're in Acts, uh, you're dealing with what Paul saw himself, what Paul experienced uh, and what Luke experienced because he was with him. Now, if Luke would have been with Barnabas, if he would have been with Mark, if he would have been with anyone else, then we would have what is being said there about their ministry as he documented what was going on. But in this instance, he was with uh, Paul and he gives us an account of what was transpiring at that time. And certainly so glad that he was, you know, Um, and as we just I'm just excited about the Lord. I'm excited about who he is in my life, what he has done for me. And I hope that you feel the same. I believe that you do. You know, it's just so good. I I had uh, the um, executive officer of uh, the company uh, reach out to me regarding some information. My first response was to tell him, thank you. Now, in my response also, I said, thank you, Lord. And he just, he chuckled. But I meant it from the depths of my heart to say, thank you, Lord, because uh, God used people uh, just like he used you. He has used me, you know, God used whomever he wants to use. And we should, it, it, it doesn't hurt to tell the individual thank you and tell the Lord thank you as well. And, and so um, I'm just grateful to God and what he is doing in my life uh, on this, uh, this day. Uh, this is a new day. Yesterday is gone. I-, I can think back and reflect on yesterday. But, you know, today is here and the day is the now. And so I'm, I'm in the right now. I- I'm having a right now moment, which I've been having uh, throughout the entire day. Right now is all about right now and what God is doing. And you should be concerned about what's happening right now and what God is doing in your life. You know, let's live in the now, the now of things. Uh, What's going on at this moment? And everything is not always, you know, uh, that you're on top of the hill. Sometimes you're in the valley. But still, we can give God praise even in that. Uh, Just give me a moment to go ahead and turn to the 28th chapter of Genesis Um, in your Bible or you're looking it up on your your pad your iPad or your tablet whatever uh, you know and so uh, with that Father we thank you for your goodness and grace for watching over and keeping us throughout this day. Lord God for blessing us to have this moment this opportunity Lord God to to seek you and to uh, present your word Lord God uh, to discuss it and Lord Jesus, we just thank you right now for what you have done and, and that which you are about to do, Lord God, walking with the expectations, Lord Jesus, of who you are, Lord God, and so we love you, Lord, Lord Jesus, and we're just here to, to give you that praise, to give you that, that glory and honor in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we'll be careful to exalt you, to tell of your goodness, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. The 28th chapter of Acts uh, says, and when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called um, Melita. So remember, Paul is on a journey to Rome and in the process, the boat that he's on is, is drifted up, not drifted, but the wind, the storm has risen up He's carried out to sea. And, you know, the Bible said that there, it came to a point where, where everybody felt hopeless. All hope was lost. And the Lord reminded Paul that he had, that he was going to make it to Rome and that he would stand before Caesar. God had that purpose in mind. What purpose does God have in mind for you? Maybe you've heard, maybe you dreamed it, maybe, um, and I'm talking about his will. I'm not talking about the pur- you starting your own business or anything like that. That's all good, but I'm talking about the purpose that is soul stirring, the purpose that reaches deep into the eternal uh, areas of our lives. Uh, and, and everyone is not a pastor. Everyone is not a minister. Uh, there are a variety of gifts uh, that the Scripture speaks about, and you can find that in, you know if you go over into Corinthians. And I'll leave that for you to search out. But there are other gifts that are to be used in the church. There are even other administrations, uh, which is a gift to be carried out in the church. There is the gift of helps. You know, I love the fact God sent someone in, in our church that is a major help. And they they. You know, and the Lord is blessing them. And I'm telling you, I don't believe there's anything that I could ask of them that they would not um, want to do or try to do. And, you know, and that's awesome because you don't find that often when someone allows the Lord to use them in that way. But this uh, this individual does. And so they are a help and that is a gift. Uh, That is that that God. So there are a number of gifts, the gifts of healing. Interpretation of tongues, the gifts of knowledge, the gifts of all of these gifts. function in the church. And so we should not dismiss those gifts, just like you don't dismiss your fingernails. You don't dismiss your toes. You don't dismiss. You start losing your hair. You'd be wanting it back. And so you want those things that make you a whole. And so, um, and so, Paul. Now they're on the island of Melita, and the uh, barbarous they call them barbarous people showed us no little kindness. Now when we think about barbarian, you know, it's been painted through TV and different things that barbarians are cave dwelling, you know, people people living in huts. Uh, they must not be too barbaric. If they could build. If they they know to get out the coal, huh? And they must not be too barbaric because they know how to communicate with one another. Now, maybe they don't speak Greek. They don't speak Latin, but they have their own dialect that they're able to communicate. Um, and, and so, and so, sometimes we look at others, and because they don't appear to be like us then we give them certain names. I would say that as many that have come over here to the U.S., including those that was notably given fame for uh, arriving at a country that they did not discover, there was America. It was named America, but this land was already occupied by people. But they treated those people in a way which would make them barbaric. Uh, not the people that was already here, but those that got off the boats that came over from England all the, and, and treated the people illly because they didn't, uh, was not like them. That, that was a barbaric act. That was inhumane. Give them blankets, well, the smallpox and different things. And, you know, and so we, we won't stay there, but we're just talking about the word barbaric. And, you know, and so they wind up on an island where the people was not like them. However, the people kindled a fire and received, it said, received every one of uh, because of the present rain and because of the cold. So they had built uh, fires. And since there was at least 270 uh, plus personnel that was on that ship, uh, the Bible said that the Lord said none of them would perish. The ship was lost, but none of them perished. And so the fire or fires. Uh, it had to be enough to warm up everybody because they were drenched from the rain and it was cold. When Paul had gathered, Paul began to help gather sticks to help the fire to build it up. And uh, there came out of the fire a viper uh, from of the heat, and this 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 snake grabbed his hand and bit his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beasts hang on his hand they said among themselves no doubt this man is a murderer of whom though he had escaped the sea yet vengeance suffered not to live and so they thought and and looked that wow this man you know at the storm that they've been in they they washed the shore you know they've washed up onto this island and you know sometimes you'll find yourself in situations you'll find yourself in the midst of a storm are coming out of the storm, and you're you've been washed up into a strange land, and this is what has happened here. They've been washed up into a strange land, uh, a land that's not very familiar. And, and so, you know, as I said, uh, you know, just a thought that was taken from this is that it's not Gilligan Island, it's not Fantasy Island, uh, it's not Treasure Island, it, but it is an island. It's an island, and so you'll find yourself. Uh, on an island place, away from what you would consider civilized, what you would consider normal, what you would consider as your place, your, your comfort. This was a, a situation where everybody was discomforted. And and so the people waited for Paul, who's now been bitten by a snake, to swell up and die. Paul shook the, the, the snake off, the beast off his hand, and no harm came to him. He didn't swell up. Everybody was watching now. Uh, you know, sometimes you're in a situation and and everybody's watching you. That what a Tupac's all eyes on me? And, you know, everybody's eyes are on you because of what's going on. And so their eyes were all on him and waiting for him to fall dead. You know, I, I like when, well, there was a particular message that was preached and Uh, you know, where they had stoned Paul and left him for dead, you know, and and the minister said they should have checked my pulse. You know, they was waiting for Paul to die. They didn't know what to expect because what they had seen in other instances is that the person swole up and died. That's where they got it from. Hey, we've seen other people get bit by venomous beasts like that, and they swole up and died. Other went through the similar situation that you went through. Maybe it was a divorce and they swole up and died. Maybe they went through the loss of a loved one and they swole up and died. Maybe it was the loss of uh, finances. They swole up and died. It could have been a small injury. If somebody said something, or said your name wrong or, or looked at you crazy and, and, you, and they swole up and died. You know, whatever the situation was, whatever the situation is, you know, it didn't it didn't take him out, and it d- does not have to take you out. Now, Paul uh, shook the the beast off. There's some things you're going to have to shake off. There's some things that, and especially you holding on to the Word of God, you're holding on to what the Lord has said. You're going to have to shake some things off. Uh, I wish you could see me right now because I sure would hold my If I was wearing a robe, I would shake it. You know, some things you're going to have to shake off uh, so that you can keep it moving. That's that's what they'll tell you. Keep it moving. Don't stay there. Don't dwell on it, but keep it moving. You know, I I remember I was going through something and my uh, my goddaughter uh, came over and she said she said, you need to go. Uh, You're going to have to relieve some tension. You know, you got to to go play uh, basketball, go to the gym, go do something, but you've got to relieve the tension. Don't allow stuff to stay on you and overwhelm you. You're going to have to shake this off. And it was excellent advice. And I followed exactly what was being, had been told to me. And I still, I'm what you call a, I don't want to say a gym rat, but you know, that's what I call them. And I go to the gym and I, I go and handle it. And still even today, because it's, it's, it's good for you. It's good to relieve stress and tension and stuff out of your life. You got to keep it moving. And so you're going to have to shake some things off. You know, next time you run into somebody that is having a problem and especially when you know it's a problem that you've been through, tell them to shake it off and tell them how to shake it off uh, so that they can be encouraged not to allow that to, to, to clamp on to them and to hold on to them until it kill them. And so Paul shook it off. And so when they looked and he, and he didn't swell up and die, uh, after a while, they saw no harm come to him and then they changed their minds. See, uh, when, when you shake things off, you're relying on God's word, then it becomes your testimony. Because after a while, when they didn't see no harm come to him, they changed their minds. And now Paul had an opportunity uh, to speak with them. Uh, they thought he was that he was a god, a little G-O-D. They thought apparently he was attached to someone greater than what was occurring. In the same quarters was the possession of the chief man of the island or chief man of the island, whose name was uh, Papulus. Uh, who received us and lodged us three days courteously. So as they moved on into the island, they were invited to stay at uh, someone's home for three days. And it came to pass that the father of Papalus lay sick with a fever and bloody flux. This man had uh, this fever and is believed that um, maybe from drinking goat's milk, that is a microorganism that was there that made him sick and it's supposed to be common among uh, the people of that region that when they drink that, that sometimes it provides, a, it gives them sickness. But not only that, but, um, uh, but he had bloody stools. And, and so we all know that it, that will drain you as a male or female uh, that to start losing the fluid that is in your body in such a way. And so Paul went in and prayed for him and the scripture said he healed him. He laid hands on him and he healed him. And you know, it's not easy to pray for somebody when you got doubt in your own mind. It's not easy to be a, a uh, convincing witness when you're walking around and your heart is filled with doubt. And so uh, Paul prayed for him and he was healed. And at then uh, when this was done, others also who had diseases in the island came and were healed. Other people came and was healed because they heard, you know, have you told anybody about the healing, about the the, the encouragement and the word of God that goes from goes forth at, at your ministry? Have you told anyone and encouraged them that, hey, if you're not getting it there, you ought to come over here. You know, uh, the people heard about what had happened. Word spread. It, it shouldn't just be bad news that spread all the time. It should be, you know, they said uh, bad news spread like wildfire. Well, good news should spread even faster uh, because it is going to be governed and powered by Holy Ghost fire. And our God is a mighty consuming fire uh, who makes his angels spirit and his ministers a flame of fire. And, and you'll find that over, I believe, in Hebrews. And so uh, the word of God should spread. And the good news. The good news should be spreading instead of us sitting on it and keeping it to ourselves. We ought to be telling others and encouraging them so that they can come. And those that are diseased that talk about mental health issues. Well, God is able to handle mental health. It don't always it, it's not always going to take a pill to, to get that body regulated. It's not always going to take medicine to help out an individual. Sometimes they need to hear the word of God. Sometimes they need to hear uh, uh, the consistency of what God is able to do. The Bible said faith come by hearing and hearing the word of God. And so they brought others that came and were healed, who also honored us with many honors. And when we departed, so they was there for during this entire winter season uh, for about three months. They were there for about three months, way out of the way from where they was going. And, you know, um, their destination was still yet uh, over three, uh, about 300, close to 300 miles away. And so it was going to take them uh, still, when they did find a ship, when they, uh, after three months, they departed on the ship of Alexandria, which had also uh, wintered in the Isles. And so when they had, um, got on this ship and and sailed on to, to their destination, it was going to take some time now from Los Angeles to uh, to the Bay Area is about 300, 300 miles, and some, 300 and plus miles. And that's a good five on a good day. And I, I mean a good day when you when you're driving a speed limit, you know, no, no traffic. It's gonna take you between five six hours, depending on your vehicle, you know, uh, to get there. And if you're going a little further to Sacramento or something like that, to the capital of California, then it's gonna take you close to eight hours. And that's a, that's in a vehicle on land. Now they're in this is their time, and they're on a ship. It's gonna take them yet some days to get to their destination. And, and so they landed at Syracuse and they tarried there for three days. And from thence, they fetched a compass and they uh, continue on as the wind was blowing. And it, it took them the next day uh, uh, to, their, to another destination where they met some of the saints, uh, they, where they found brethren and were desired to tarry there for seven days. And so from there, they went to Rome. So from uh, Puteoli, they went to interrate with them, and then went to Rome. They stayed there uh, during that that intermission was seven days, and so there were believers that was there that was glad to see them, glad to, to, to speaking of Paul specifically and the brethren that was traveling with him because they didn't know anything else about the prisoners uh, or the the other crewmen on the ship, but the brethren that was there. And so they met with the brethren, and uh, and then there was other brothers that traveled uh, almost ninety miles. It uh, said that they were three taverns, of whom Paul saw and thanked God and took courage. Paul had been through something that they've been on the sea. The ship was overwhelmed. They're hungry. The wind had been blowing. The water overwhelmed. The ship got torn apart. They got washed up on shore into a, a unfamiliar land, territory that maybe they've only seen from a distance, maybe only seen in passing, but now here you are, someplace where you had not desired to be. And, and so uh, he was glad, he thanked God and took courage. Sometimes you need to be encouraged. It doesn't matter who you are, what position you hold, you need to be encouraged. Uh, I was I believe it was Sunday. Nope, it was Saturday. It was Saturday. I had just sat down and was about to do something and the phone rang and there was a young man that was saying, hey, I need you. I left something at the church and we need to use it um, for our music ministry. Can you uh, make sure that you have it at the other church? Because I did uh, two services on that Sunday. So I made sure to get it together and take to them Um, but in the midst of that call, the young man began to to minister and to begin to talk. And I I never heard him speak like this before. He's a very encouraging brother. And he said, you know, the work is not done. And I listened to what he was saying and, and he exhorted, the work is not done. It's not done. There's yet more work to do. You know, and not that I was walking around thinking the work is done or anything, but it was a major encouragement to hear this young man encouraging me and reminded me that there is so many things to be done. The work is not done. It's not finished. And so sometimes we all need to to hear from, you know, we like to say hear from heaven. Well, who is God going to use? He's going to use the person uh, that's next to you. He's going to use whatever vessel he want to use to get his point across. It won't always be a dream. It won't always, sometimes it'll be a song. Some, some. But it, uh, in other words, it will be an individual and someone that you least expect. And so he began to say the work is not done, you know, and so it causes you to take courage, you know, to fortify yourself and, and to even think about uh, what you're doing and what and what else there might be to do you know, to stay focused. And so the Bible said that Paul saw, he thanked God when he saw the brother and he took courage. Now, when he came to Rome, the centurion delivered the prisoners to the captain of the guard, but Paul was suffered to dwell by himself with a soldier that kept him. And so everybody was, was taken, those that was already in prison was taken into custody. They weren't set free. And we don't know how many of them may have saw uh, what and thought about what God had did, delivered them, as Paul had said, and saw the healing of others. But uh, even to that, they were taken into custody. But Paul was also delivered uh, into a different form where he was had a personal guard and was given certain freedom. And so it came to pass that after three days, Paul called the chiefs of the Jews together. And when he had they had come together. He said unto them, men and brethren, though I have committed nothing against the people or custom of our fathers, yet was I delivered a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. So Paul began to to explain in the, the situation of what to the chief uh, rulers and the Jewish being Jewish and what had occurred. And while and why he was there and the fact that he appealed to Caesar, which brought him there. But he's not there to bring up an accusation against uh, those that that pointed the finger at him that caused the situation to be stirred up into what it is. You know, sometimes you need to just deal with your situation. Don't try to blame everybody else. Don't try to blame. Even though they might be at blame, don't waste your time with that. Deal with your character, deal with who you are, deal with your purpose, deal with where, what and and how and who so that your credibility remains intact. Don't deal. Spend so much energy. when well, you know, so and so said this about me, you know, and let me tell you about who they are and what they've done or anything like that. No, 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 no. Don't don't do that. Spend time dealing with you. And so that's what Paul was doing. He said, I, he said, I have no ought to accuse my nation of. I, I'm not trying. I'm not tripping the brain accusation against them. But I just want you to know what has occurred. Now, have you received any letters or any communication from from uh, uh, from uh, Judea or anything concerning me? And they said no. Now, we don't know if they did or did not, if they were setting him up or anything, but but they uh, yet heard what he had to say, but none of them uh, did anything about releasing him. And so the Bible says, and when they had appointed him a day, they came many to him into his lodging, to whom he expounded and testified the kingdom of God. So in spite of the situation, Paul still exhorted the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus, both of the law of Moses and out of the prophets from morning until evening. You can preach Jesus from Genesis to Malachi. You don't have to preach Jesus Christ, ministers, uh, brothers, sisters, you don't have to preach Christ uh, just from the Old Testament. Uh, Because he said, Lord, I'm written in the volume of the book. They didn't have a a New Testament to read and write and to uh, minister from. They preached Jesus from the Old Testament, which is in, in order to understand what Jesus was doing in the New Testament, you have to spend time understanding the Old Testament. And when they had appointed him a day, there came many to him unto his lodging, to whom he expounded and testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets from morning until evening. And some believed the things which were spoken and some believed not. Let every man be persuaded by his own mind is what the scripture says, you know, and so everyone's not going to believe what is said. You know, we've been teaching them from Revelation and and how the word of God uh, is uh, not just Revelation, but we've gone from Ezekiel to Daniel and we still have some little ways to go. But talking about how and what the word of God is about, it's about preparation. Uh, And so there are those that believe and there are those that don't. They want the the goodies of the here and now. And you know what, you can have the goodies for the here and now, I, I like goodies too. But I, I know that when those goodies are gone, when the rust buck, when the rust begin to rest on the rust bucket, when you have sucked all the, the flavor out and chewed all the flavor out the gum and sucked all the flavor out of the whatever you're sucking on, you know, you don't have nothing. Then you're gonna be looking for something else. But that's not so when it comes down to your soul salvation, which is the thing that we should all be concerned about. You know, I was listening, um caught that on the news where what Miss America or Miss USA, a woman only 30 years old, uh, jumped off a building, killed, and committed suicide. The question is why, what was so bad that she needed to commit suicide? Not just her, but so many others that had success, had fame, have what you, what others are fighting and scratching and, and ignoring God and, and, and disobeying the word of God and all that stuff. Uh, uh, violating uh, moral principles and different things uh, to obtain. And she felt that it was so bad she had to commit suicide. Why? Why? There was something broken. And, you know, there was that nursery rhyme, Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king horses, all the king men could not put Humpty together again. God can put you together again, you know, and I, I don't condone everybody and everything, what they say and what they do. I'm, I'm I'm about Jesus Christ and what the word of God says. And there is pain and there is suffering in life. And the only comfort that you're going to get for your soul is from the word of God, which means you have to push and let others know that, that I'm about this life. And with me being about this life, I don't have time to fool around with, with the, your shenanigans. Because your shenanigans will drain the life. It'll suck the life right out of you. It'll leave you on a desert island. And, and so since we're not in Fantasy Island, we're not on Gilligan Island, we're not in Treasure Island, we're not on any. But we, we certainly don't want to be on an island by ourselves where we're in an island of depression, an island of discouragement. An island of suffering, an island, you want to be in a place where it is friendly. Like they, when they met the people, the people warmed them up, they was cold. The word of God will warm you up. The word of God will keep you safe as it kept Paul safe when he was bit by the venomous animal. And so Paul, uh, those some believe and others did not. But Paul continued to speak the word of God. And so the Bible says that uh, he gave this word the Bible said he spoke one word. I thought this was interesting. Uh, after that, Paul had spoken one word. Well, spake the Holy Ghost by Elijah the prophet unto our fathers, saying, "Go ye unto this people and say, Hearing ye, hear ye, hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see and not perceive, for the heart." of this people is wax gross and their ears are dull of hearing and their eyes have they closed. At least they should see their with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and should be converted and I should heal them. Now it's an interesting statement that the prophet is making it is because he, God inspired him and told him to say it. Now, if Israel uh, had heard the word of God, if they would have seen, heard with their ears and, and seen and understood, they would have repented of their sins. And had they repented of their sins, it would have changed history. It would have changed from where we are right now. And now, you have to follow us in the book of Daniel to find out more about that. Be it known therefore unto you that the salvation of God is sent unto the Gentiles that they will hear. So we've been grafted in and and that's in the book of Romans. But, uh, and so uh, when he had said these words, the Jews departed and had great reason among themselves. And Paul dwelt two whole years in uh, own hired house and received all that came to him, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus with all confidence. There was nobody to stop him for two whole years from preaching the word of God to all that came to him. What's stopping you? What's stopping you from witnessing? What's stopping you from sharing the testimony that Jesus says? What's stopping you from sharing and inviting people to, to your house of God, your place of worship so that they can hear the word of God? Don't leave people on an island by themselves. Don't leave people stranded, but help them. Make their way into a safe place where they can be warmed up, where they can know the healing and the power of God. And with that being said, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, thank you for your kindness and your grace this evening. Lord God, for keeping us with our mind stayed on you, Lord God. And Lord Jesus, this short exhortation, we thank you for it. Lord, and we pray and ask that you would bless the, the listeners, those that are hearing now, and those that will hear later. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Remember, this is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Hope to see you in service with us soon. Continue to pray for us as we are praying for you.